Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of 8 Bit by Bit, um, the podcast where we play games in bite sized chunked, chunked, chunks, and then come together and uh, have a chat about them. At the moment, we're playing Breath of the Wild, the first game of the podcast, um, and I'm joined with the wonderful Leem. Hey, Leem. Hello. You, that smile looked like you were caught in headlights. <laughs> You're just like. She said lovely. <laughs> oh, what sorry. What's that about? This absolute twat, Leem. That's that's better. There you go. Perfect. This is what you want. I love. I love. You're right. Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I've had. Uh, it's been an interesting week. It's been an interesting week. I've had lots going on at work, and then I've had a weekend where I was in a relax lots and ended up drinking lots. Uh, a lot of it with you, in fact. So that's fun. Um, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. Apart from the lack of sleep, as per usual, but as I'm thriving nonetheless. Usual. So you went yeah. to bed, you said you went to bed at 3am last night. Well, I, I I was in bed. Right. At some point during 3am. At some point during 3am. <laughs> I don't know what time exactly. But <laughs> right. Um, and then um, you but sent TikTok. I was on my phone. Yeah, yeah, I was watching TikTok for a while. How long? I was that I was that Sarah Paulson meme in bed smiling on my phone, <laughs> literally, because I was like tipsy as well. Oh god! So it was like a real moment. Oh, god. Um, but I'm good. Apart from that, yeah. Um, does the does that meme have cats around? I assume you're surrounded by cats as well at, this, at the same time. No, she's just in, in in bed, like wrapped up, all snug. Not good enough. Not good enough. Yeah, you need to create another meme. Um, next time you're wasting your life away in bed on TikTok at three a.m., I expect pictures. I'll just make myself a meme. Like, <laughs> Please post it on the internet. Yeah. Please, that's how that's how memes. I mean, that's how memes become a thing. Obviously, I mean, it, it kind of is. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, um, we're recording episode four. We're almost halfway through. Almost halfway through this incredible journey. Mm. Um. So we've broken down uh, Breath of the Wild into far uh, ten. I know how to do maths. Ten yeah. episodes. Um. And yeah, we're on number four. So after we've recorded this, we'll be, well, okay, no, after we've recorded the next one, technically we'll be halfway through, but still. Um, and I feel like we're making good progress. I feel like we're making good progress. So far we have done, obviously, the opening of the game. Uh, let me get the list up. We've done the opening of the game. Uh, we've done uh, a journey to Kakariko Village. We then journeyed to Zora's Domain. And the less I remember about that, the better. Uh, and we prepped for the first Divine Beast. We did the Divine Beast, whose name I can't remember. Baruta. Thank you. Um, and then we traveled south and did Eventide Island. Um, and mm. that was last episode, uh, which wasn't too bad. I thought that was going to be a bit of a nightmare, but it wasn't too bad, actually. I think I did pretty well. Third try. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You slayed. Yeah. Thank you. I know. I had a lot of people that was like, third try is pretty good. For, like your first time playing the game, third try on that island as well, because we weren't that far through. I think at the time we still only had like four hearts as well. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. It was like super early. So yeah. hair swish. I did pretty fucking good. Um, and I'm happy. And then Lean did good too, but he's played the game before. So it's not that impressive. Um, doesn't really count. No, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't really count. <laughs> um, so we just, we just pretend, we just pretend that, um, you know, I'm I'm better than him. Um, but now uh, for episode four, for the fourth leg of the journey, um, we're traveling uh, west. So from Eventide Island, and wait a second, let me get the map up because uh, there's a map, a name of that place. Um, so we kind of went south a bit as well. So there was the 
had no tower area that I've kind of included in this because it's kind of the same area. Because even Tide Island yeah. is technically part of the Farron Tower map zone, even though I don't think it should be. Yeah. Looking at the map, it looks yeah, really yeah. weird that they've like sep separated it like that. Um, because even Tide Island is like where the had no tower map section is, but for some reason they they've they've cut it all the way around. So the towers yeah. like that you unlock from, from maps aren't like central to their chunks of the map. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like the the Farron Tower is like on almost on the border of like the next part of the map. But it, also the but it also covers Eventide. It's really yeah. weird, yeah. Because I, I think I mentioned in the last episode, like I still hadn't, even though we'd been in that area and I'd done Eventide and I'd done a bunch of the shrines in that area too, I hadn't found the tower still. Like I was still running around blind a little bit because I hadn't unlocked that area because I didn't know where the tower was. Um, and yeah. I should say, it's not until the tower, you, you're like literally making your way almost into the next area that you come across the tower, which is a little bit weird. Um, but it's, it is what it is, I suppose. Weast. <laughs> well done. Thanks, Brian. Um, My favorite direction, Weast. Weast. Uh, Weast. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So that's that's kind of where we're starting. We're starting this episode. Um, and since we're just kind of making our way to Gerudo Town, um, there's not a lot of like. I mean, obviously there's stuff to do between here and Gerudo. It's the whole bottom half of the map, bottom third of the map. So there's there's quite a lot to do. But at the same time, there's no like specific landmarks necessarily that we're like aiming for. So this uh, yeah, potentially yeah. could be quite an open episode of just the, the random crap that we got up to. Um, but I know that we covered a bit of it in last episode. We're going to cover the Farron Tower map zone a bit because there were some bits and Bob's did there. I have a bit of backtracking that I need to go over as well because I did some backtracking uh in in this leg of the journey that I thought was is is pretty worthwhile mentioning. And then we'll do Lake Tower and then the Wasteland Tower area as well. We keep talking about Gerudo Town. It's worth noting that Gerudo Town is in the Wasteland Tower area, not in the Gerudo Tower area. The Gerudo Tower is slightly north of Gerudo Town um and covers a different yeah, part of the map. Yeah. Again, not entirely sure why. Very confusing, but that's that's it. That's the thing. It's um, just to throw us off, really. I don't understand. Honestly, the more map that I unlock, the more I'm a bit like, what was going through their minds kind of thing um, when they were divvying up this map. I'm sure there are like potentially like um, like reasons as to why they did it. I'm sure. But at the same time, I don't quite know. Because, wait a second, I'm loading the game real quick because I want to check something. Um, it's taken forever to load. Come on. Come on, Breath of the Wild. Um, here we go. So, in... Yeah, so in the in the section we just got to, I am skipping ahead ever so slightly, but in the section we just got to, um, in the Wasteland Tower zone, the map kind of, like, there's a part of it that just like breaks into the map above and almost like cuts it in half, which yeah, makes no sense. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why have they, why have they broken out the map like that? It's so bizarre. And maybe I'll understand that when I get to it, but I, it just, at the moment for, for having the map, it just looks really, really odd. Um, really odd. I don't even think, I, I feel like the map separation is just random. I don't think it really attributes to like the way you're supposed to play. That's a good point as or well. Least... Yeah, because they don't have like any, there's no like, oh, do everything in this part of the map kind of thing, is there? It just, as you no, get the towers, yeah. it opens up. It just gives you a map 
kind of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, it's it's odd. It's odd, but it it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so, so yeah. So we we finished on Eventide Island. That's where we finished last time. Um, and I suppose our journey starts from there. Is there anything, Lean, that you did specifically straight or straight away from Eventide? Um. Well, so, okay. So for, straight from Eventide, I made my goal to unlock the map. That's fair. Um, Good because goal. I hated the the map being covered up and blocked mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. blocked out. So that was my, that was my main goal. Um, but along the way, I also got distracted a lot with all sorts of things. Okay. Um, but my my main goal was getting the tower, and then after the tower, it was exploring this new map segment before heading towards the um the wastelands tower to get that part as well. Okay um before the desert it's because basically the wasteland tower is like very on the very edge of the desert before next week's episode mm-hmm. um so yeah um i i like this area of the map first first and foremost i really enjoy like the 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 vibe of the of the 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 tower in the like jungle i guess mm-hmm. um the farrow tower got like a beachy yeah like a beachy jungle vibe this part of the map which yeah. is actually kind yeah. of I, I suppose obviously we've been romping around like the beginning parts, but everything has been very open and plainsy so far. And That's, I was yeah. kind of ready to just be like, okay, this is what the game is. But it was kind of nice to see a bit of a terrain change, essentially. Yeah, it's a nice environment change. The downside to it is this area has lots of rainfall. Oh. Obviously, rainfall is our biggest like weakness in general. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Hate mm-hmm. it. Why is it? Um, why is it in the game? Honestly, mark. yeah. Why? Why is it in the game? I it's silly. It. I was thinking as well because they've got like the different gear sets, right? I was, mm. I was like wondering why didn't they add like the um, ability to climb without slipping down to like the climbing gear? The climbing gear increases your speed of climbing. That would have been nice. But, like, even just to like add that because. People hate it. Mm-hmm. I know we've spoken about it before, but it's it's such an annoying thing. Even if it was on like the Zora armor, the one that like makes you swim faster and you can climb up waterfalls. Like I can understand them maybe not wanting yeah. to combine like not slipping and faster climbing speed because that might be a little bit not overpowered because you know that's the wrong term. But you know that that might have been they might have felt that was a bit unbalanced. But if they had added like the benefit of not slipping whilst climbing to the Zora armor, which is all about water. That would have been, that would have been good, you know. That would have yeah. been nice, but. Um. But I, I think I got quite a lot of Korok seeds on this episode, by the way. Oh God. Um. I, I have so basically, I found a a map, an interactive map that I don't refer to when I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Here we go. But sure. I'm. No, I, I know. I promise I haven't. Well, but I'm referring. You almost to it. cheated last week. You absolutely didn't, but you almost cheated last week. So <laughs> I don't know if I trust you. Um, but I'm looking at like the map now. I missed a lot of seeds. It's ridiculous how many seeds are on the map when you look at it. Like, I don't want to look past at it. hundreds. I don't want to look. If at you it. look, you'll feel sad. Yeah, you'll feel sad if you look at it. Um, there are moments in I'm... this game that I'm running through like open, empty planes, and I'm like in my head, I'm like, I know there's shit to do here. I know there is, but like at a glance, it's just big, open, empty field. Um. Yeah. So I don't want to look at maps. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for the next encounter with um Hatsu. 
Hetsu? Hetsu. Hetsu, Hetsu yes. Yeah. We didn't actually, so, yeah. we said we were going to have a chat about where he appears next, and we never did. We didn't. Uh, yeah, we didn't. We should do that right now. Let's just do it right now. Um, wait a second. Hetsu locations. Hetsu locations. Um, I mean, for just like an easier playthrough and a more enjoyable playthrough, I think that would be quite nice to unlock some more yeah. um, I, so slots. At the first time, he appears at the Dueling Peaks Tower, which is where we found him the first time, sure. Um, Hetsu's next location will be at the first stable you visit after he moves on from the road to Kakariko Village. Okay, so that's... Oh. We just found him at the next one. Yeah, okay. Um, and then... Oh. Is it quite far north? The next time you find him is in the Korok Forest. I don't know where that is. Okay, the Korok Forest is the Great Hyrule Forest. Right. Um, which isn't until episode seven. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, that might be a little bit of a problem. Um, I mean, to be fair, I don't think we necessarily need to unlock more slots. I'll be honest, I'm not having a slot problem at the moment, which is okay. what she said. Um, but I, uh, yeah, like like having weapons and stuff, I'm, I feel like I'm like destroying them faster than I'm collecting them. Um, so maybe we'll be okay. Maybe we maybe. evaluate this every episode up we until episode seven. Yeah. yeah. And then if we feel like it's a bit of a problem, then we can maybe take a slight detour to Korok Forest and then. Yeah. I think if we're able to get through episode five with the camel, um, beast. We'll be fine. Yeah, I think we should be fine. See, let's see, we go. Yeah, we didn't think this through, everyone. Okay, so I don't know the map very well. Um, and and I had forgotten the map, <laughs> forgotten the map. And despite the fact we did have like a chat before we started recording, and I was like, Is there anything else we need to know after we divided the map up? He said no, so I'm blaming this one on you again. I'll take it. Good. I'll take okay. it. Brilliant. I'm loving not being like the good one at the game because it means I can literally just be like, well, this is all your fault. Pop it all off on me. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, so I what got, was your goal? So my goal from Eventide uh, was, as I said, so after, well, just before Eventide, I'd already gotten a couple of the shrines in that new Farron Tower area. And then um, my goal was to do the same i was like i need to unlock the the tower and i need to figure out um like what else there is to do in this area so i um did i went to lurelin village which is really cute also i got told something about lurelin village wait a second um that's like the coastal one isn't it it is it's the coastal one right at the bottom of the farron tower area um it's like a it's like a little easter egg wait a second Okay, so Luralin Island is has the exact same layout as Outset Island, which is from um, Wind Waker. Okay, so try to like okay. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you look if you look at like Luralin Village from the top down, um, it's like literal layout where the houses are everything is identical to Outset Island. So people are wondering if there's like a connection there potentially. Um Maybe because there's a, a bridge 
which is called the it's the bridge that goes across um Lake Hylia. Yes. Um that bridge, I don't know if it is for sure, but whenever I I see that bridge, it reminds me of Twilight Princess. Um there's like an opening scene in Twilight Princess which includes like a bridge and like horse riding. And I get that vibe from that. So maybe I mean I'm assuming all the games are are on the same like map and world, right? Maybe I don't know. It's like Hyrule. Have you seen the Zelda timeline? I have not. No. That is a fucking wild ride. Let me tell you. Um, as in, is it messy and doesn't make sense? Or... Oh, it's messy as fuck. I think if you yeah. analyze it properly enough, it probably makes sense. Um, but like genuinely, if you try and look over it, it is at one point. I think at the end or during Ocarina of Time, the game, the timeline splits three different ways. And then there are different games on different parts of the timeline. Um, it's very confusing. Multiverse. Yes. Um, and then apparently Breath of the Wild isn't on any of those timelines, but it is like the most recent game in terms of timeline. And apparently like there's a theory that all the three timelines merge back into one and like, Breath of the Wild is an amalgamation of all the different timelines. Right. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. And I tried <laughs> to kind of understand it because I was like, I have the Hyrule Historia. Historia Hyrule, whatever it's called. I have it literally down there. Um, and the timeline's in it. And I was reading it the other day and it was it was intense. It was intense. Um, Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. But, hey, maybe, maybe this is there are parts of this the thing about wind waker is that the world gets flooded in wind waker right that's the whole point of the game i believe i have no idea i have no idea okay um i think i'm trying to quickly synopsis here we go set hundreds of years after the events of ocarina of time the wind waker finds the hero link in a sea scattered with 49 islands uh which necessitates frequent sailing and naval combat um and that's that's what it says. Naval really. combat? Naval combat. It all comes back to Sea of Thieves. It does all come back to Sea of Thieves. Everything does. Oh my god. You need to you need to you need to somehow get link references into your Sea of Thieves boat. Yeah. Which I can't Wait, do anymore. Because so, my boat is. So that's set hundreds of Oh yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> yours is what yours again. K's boiled beef is what my boat oh, is yeah. named. So, you know. It's a beautiful name. Beautiful name. Beautiful name. Sorry, go on. Wait, is is Link in a constant state of like cryo sleep? Why is he always traveling through like hundreds of years? And I don't think he's in a constant state of cryo sleep. I think like he is, like there are different versions of Link through time, and he is like a reincarnation of him. I think Breath of the Wild is the first time that he's literally been put into cryo sleep to be like right. reanimated later. Um, but I'm almost certain that Link is like. A recurring protagonist. So like it is like a multiverse sort of moment. No, 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 no. Because it's definitely like time passes, but the right, one that okay. you play is just ha it just happens to be the link of whatever time period you're playing. Does okay. that make sense? My brain is attempting to understand. It's <laughs> struggling. <laughs> I could also be talking out of my ass. But like, <laughs> it has to be as well, right? Because some games you play like a child Link and some games you play like a more adult Link. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's it can't be the same one. Although in as we 
found out in last episode, there is age reversing technology in this world. So with a pure, yeah, maybe whatever her name is. <sighs> I don't know. There's too many names. There's yeah. Impa. They're sisters, by the way. Did you know that? I learned that. Impa and Pura are sisters? They're sisters, yeah. Didn't know that. Didn't know there that. There you go. The more you know. The more you know. What diary did you read that in? It was dialogue that I read. Can you believe? I know. I actually don't. I'll talk about this because I did something back at Kakarika Village. So I'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. 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 We'll talk about that. Something that you might be quite interested in. Um, me explaining my university ho era version of me and <laughs> just different versions of me through time and the reincarnations of him. Exactly. This is it. This is it. Exactly, D. There, there is definitely... Versions. There is definitely... I'm trying to like... Yeah, so I'm looking at a, a wiki. I'm looking at the Zelda wiki because why not? And I'm trying not to spoil myself. But um, it does... They call him iterations of Link that appear through the games. So they do they do refer to him as different iterations. He's not the same person. Um, right, okay. So maybe it's just so confusing, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. And it says that the goddess um refers to like different heroes that she supported, but she always supports like Link. So she must be supporting different versions of him throughout. So she's the game. obsessed with him, is what we're learning. She is Lots obsessed. of people are. I mean The Fish Girl was. The fish girl wants to confuse me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. This is good, but so is Ganon also a reincarnation? I feel like we're going down this rabbit hole a bit too much. Maybe I need Ganon to read other this. games too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Due to the slumber of restoration, here we go. Due to slumber of restoration, Link is chronologically over 100 years old in Breath of the Wild. Although the slumber appears to have allowed him to retain a young biological age. In fact, he has refused service at the Noble Canteen in Gerudo Town. Oh no, spoilers. Um... Uh, someone stated that Link is 17 in Twilight Princess. Um, he's nine in Ocarina of Time and 16 as an adult. That's depressing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so what does that make me at 33? I am geriatric. <laughs> That's <what> I am. <laughs> I'm almost double Link's age, so I must be on my fucking way out, basically. Um, okay, we're here for Breath of the Wild. This is true. This is true. Maybe Skyward Sword we play. Have you played Skyward Sword before? I haven't, no. I've heard no. that, I've, well, because the remaster came out in twenty summer of 2021, it I did, think. It did, yes. It did. Um, and I heard there were some mixed opinions about that. I think a lot of it was what. compared to like people who had played the 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 like the first the one. Yeah. Right. Um, I think as a, as a game, if you just entered it like as of your own, I think it was fine. Maybe, I don't okay. know. Anyway, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> so I think I was explaining what I was doing. Yeah, I got to the got to the village, went through the village. There was like a did you do by any chance the um there was like a game of chance in Luralin Village? Did you do that? Okay. No, I don't think I did, no. There was a guy and they had three pots and he was like, Oh, you can like if you pay, I think it's like you can pay one ten or a hundred rupees and you can potentially double or even triple your earnings. And I did it once with 10 rupees, I think, because I wanted to see if there was a way to game it, but there, I don't think there is. I don't think, I think it's literally just a case of pay 10 Pure rupees. RNG. Yeah, and hope for the best kind of right. thing. Um, 
because I was looking at the pots to see if there was like cracks on the pots or anything. Um, there was there was nothing. Um, so I think it was just a case of of try your luck. Um, which I did once and then realized I didn't want to waste a lot of my money, so I stopped. So I was like, no thanks, don't want to don't want to waste that because uh, I, I didn't have that much anyway. Um, so yeah, so kind of breezed through Lurillin Village, did come to the shrine there, went to um. The uh, Kukar Nata Shrine. Is this the one? Wait a second. I just want to check on my game. This could potentially be the one that had the three Hinox brothers outside. Did you do that? I did do that one. You did do that one. I think that is. Where you fight like one? the young Midland yes. elder one. Yes. That is not. Sorry. No. The Kukar Nata Shrine is the one where you have to get lightning to strike down onto the rock i've not done that one. Ooh, i have to show you like haven't. ever ever yeah ever don't recognize that oh ever. okay so um in uh, it's not too far from the farron tower um but in um that area there's a shrine called the kukunata shrine and when you go there who's the who's the one on the accordion what's his name that's Yes, but, he is. Yeah, yeah. He is there, and he he's like, "Oh, I've got a song for you about this area." So he sings you a song, and he says, "Oh, um, something about lightning being struck down on the mound." And then when you when he's finished the song, you can look around, and there's a mound that has like kind of like streaks down it, like yellow streaks down it. And I was like, "That's the one." So I went up there, and it was very rainy and thundery in the area. Although my weather said that it was shining light, so I assume it's always thundery when you go there. Um, right, yeah. And yeah, there was a mound there, and I, it said you had to call down lightning, so I, sh I shot it with a few shock arrows, um, and that didn't work. Um, and then I realized that, obviously, if you put a metal item down and it's thundering, and then the lightning will hit the metal item. So I put a metal item on the top of the... Uh, on top of the shrine and lo and behold lightning did uh come down strike it and reveal the shrine um okay. so i got that one That's, was that like en route to like the um like from the village to the uh, literally there is oh, a road okay. that goes from the village if you follow that road then you pass the shrine um my issue is i don't take roads I ignore the roads. I was going to say to you, this is a point that I actually wrote down. I think one of my biggest problems in playing this game is that I'm following the roads far too much. Um, because I see a road oh, and I'm like, things. follow it. But no, 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 no. But you're getting way more Korok seeds because the Korok seeds aren't on the roads. Yeah. The Korok, the Korok no. seeds are off, off the beaten path. And I think that's my problem. And it's something I realized halfway through this leg, especially when I got into the Lake Tower area, because the Lake Tower area doesn't really have that many roads, especially the way we're going. Like there's one that kind of goes like um, vertically through it. Sorry. Yes, vertically through it. Yeah. Um, but there's not really horizontal. Obviously we're going like directly through. So when I was doing that, I realized I was finding a lot more stuff. And I was like, the reason I'm finding more stuff is because I'm not on the road. I'm like exploring and I'm finding different things. So I feel like my attitude towards how I explore this game is going to change ever so slightly. Um, because, yeah, I, I was finding things by not sticking to the road, essentially. Um, okay. But, um, yeah, so that shrine, did that shrine, got to Farron Tower. Um, it took me ages to find that tower, by the way. Oh, God, it's ages. ages too. Yeah, same. Because it's like sunken down. Yeah. Not sunken, but like compared to the landscape, 
the landscape around it is like quite cliffy and yep. mountainous. It's really fun. And there's just so many like higher points around it. Mm-hmm. It's... And I was expecting it to be high up because it's a tower. But yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. And as as we mentioned, like I spent far too long trying to find my way around the zone uh, because I was running literally with like no no map no no way to like pin things or anything like that uh, which I'd, i've kind of come a little bit reliant on um so i didn't like that i didn't like that too much especially because like the tower the way we did it anyway the tower is literally the last thing you find in this zone yeah, literally. <laughs> it is yeah. on the border of going into the next zone so once i found it i was looking around and i was like i've unlocked like wait a second one two three four five six is that one in there six yes yeah, seven eight shrines if you include eventide in here i I feel like i've done enough so i, I carried on i cracked on um yeah one thing i forgot to mention though is that before actually i did I, I did a couple of shrines but the one thing i did do is i also backtracked to mount uh Lanayru because we kind of i kind of passed it on my way through um i literally passed it um as we were coming from the Varuta Divine Beast to Eventide Island. It was a big, gribbly island, uh, gri- a gribbly mountain that was um, cold and you had to have cold resistance, which I didn't have at the time. Uh, right. But it was huge. The area that uh, had it was huge and I, I had to go around it. So I was like, well, I'm going to come back and try out. Did you Did you go back to Mount the Nehru by any chance? I've actually never been there before <gasps> in any playthrough. Because, never? Because when I last played it, I did the um, the elephant first as well, mm-hmm. and then I think I did the bird next, and I sort of just avoided that area. And okay, um, on this playthrough, um, I did like enter the area briefly, and I put on my warm double double double, and I couldn't like survive, and I didn't have any hot food, and I couldn't be bothered to go back and craft some and come back. Because I wanted to like, because I'm, I know that there are other like armor sets in the game, mm-hmm. so my idea was to come back at a, at a later point. Um, honestly, this er- this whole area is brand new to me. I don't, I've never been there before in my life. It's it's new content for me. So, should I tell you what happened when I went there? No, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Thank you for listening, everyone. Liam is decided <laughs> he no longer gives a shit about the podcast. Um, no, so Wait, did, you, did you craft food for it, or did you get like other clothing? Because oh, so yeah, far yeah. I only have like the warm T-shirt. No, 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 I crafted food for it because I only have the T-shirt okay. too. That's what I have. Well, no, I think I bought some some trousers that help keep me warm as well. Maybe. Wait a second, let me check my gear real quick. Um, I have. Um, do I have? Oh no, I have the climbing speed trousers. That's what. That's the new ones I got. Um. So, oh, I don't okay, have those. No. You what? Sorry, I don't have those yet. I've got the the climbing hat and um, chest. But no oh, legs. I don't have the chest. I only have the legs. I have the hat and the and the legs. That's it. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, okay. So I have the warm double as well. That's it. Um, and I went to um, I went back to Haneto uh to make some Hatano. Sorry, Hatano village to cook some uh ramen. hot food ramen yeah some spicy ramen um 
And then from the lab, I kind of gl uh, glided, glid, glowed. We had this conversation last time. I can't remember what it was. Glid. <laughs> Glided. Glided. <laughs> I did done a fly over from um, the, the lab in Hattonwood Village to the mountain. And I found two shrines there. Um, one was very annoying because I had to it was like under it was like behind like a broken wall that has like open with a bomb um but i was quite high in the mountain and it was very very low but the shrine radar doesn't give a shit about that um oh, yeah it just if you're near it on like a flat plane it just thinks you're near it so i it took me a while to find it and i was kind of scared because obviously i only i only had like three spicy food chili things um so that was a bit scary but we we managed it it's fine it's all good um and i did find it and that was good i found my first ever need to shield shield surf in the mountains mm. i didn't know okay. this was a thing shield surfing has not ar arisen in the game as of yet um and i didn't know what to do if i hadn't been streaming this at the time and then i would not have known what to do but there was a korok sea challenge where you stand on a stump and it sends out like a, a little circle and you have to jump through the circle before, before the time runs out um yep. and it did it whilst you're quite quite high up on the mountain and i jumped on it and it sent out the circle and i was like the time was going down quite quickly and i was like there's no way i'm gonna be able to get to where it needs me to get to by like gliding or, or anything and then someone in this chat was like well you need to shield surf and i was like i don't know what the fuck shield surfing is i've never heard of this before um so I the game tells you that is there like a a guide to that in the game if it did i missed it um but so i know about it from literally just mashing buttons <laughs> i was like attacking something one time very early on in my playthrough first time i was like attacking something and i did like a flip and i landed on my shield mid-battle i was like what the hell was that so i tried it afterwards and it's quite a, like a i mean to be fair like the shield surfing does it breaks down your shield like durability so i don't think it's useful in any other situation than like a, a seed really okay so maybe that's why maybe they don't tell you maybe but still it's still like a part of the game isn't it it would be nice especially if they're giving you challenges to do that require it to be used to complete them like it'd be nice to know like even in those moments. The combat trial when you first get to Kekrika village the shrine there you go in and it's like this is how you parry this is how you dodge and flurry attack so but it teaches you those things yeah yeah but it doesn't teach me how to get on my shield and surf yeah it. yeah it'd be nice if we did that um either way got the seed great awesome um and then the mountain gets higher and higher and higher, especially if you come from Hadno Village, you start quite low and you you climb. Obviously, that's how mountains work. Um, and when you finally manage to get to like, not quite the peak, but near to the peak, you find a, not a shrine as in like a shrine, a challenge shrine, but like one of the prayer shrines um, where you can like offer your orbs to get health and increases and stuff. Yeah, And also, the map, the mountain even, the top of the mountain is surrounded by a corrupt dragon. Um, oh, okay. Like, and this is the first time I'm meeting a dragon in this game. Um, I didn't even know there were fucking dragons in this game. This dragon is huge. 
Um, There's like, a couple, but it's huge. Yeah. Okay. Fucking massive. I think corrupted by like Ganon. Yeah. 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 And the, when okay. you uh, approach the shrine, the shrine's like, oh, this dragon used to like give faith or something give everyone hope or something in in hyrule but since ganon came it's been corrupted and it hasn't been able to fly like you have to help it out basically um so i'm just like okay sure how do i do that it has like ganon's eye corruption things all over it oh, yeah so yeah. i'm like okay cool i've got arrows i've got a bow i know where this is going so you fire an arrow into one of the eyes it's got like i think it's got four of them you fire an arrow into one of the eyes, and the second you fire, take one of the eyes out, the dragon like gets up and takes off. Um, and it's fucking huge, Liam. I don't understand. Like, it's like one of the biggest things I've ever seen in a video game like, that I've had to interact with, kind of thing. Um, so it takes off. It goes a bit higher up the mountain. So you go to the very peak of the mountain, and then you get like air gusts that lift you up. And so, you oh, can, yeah, 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 it lifts you up above the dragon. You can then fire the eyes because the eyes are on like the back of the dragon. So essentially on the top of it. So you have to get above it to fire. Um, and then every time you take an eye out, it like travels. It like flies further down the mountain. So I'm oh, literally, okay. yeah, there's this kind of epic battle scene moment where I'm like in the air gliding down, shooting arrows as like this huge dragon goes past. Um, it's kind of fucking awesome. It's kind of fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie. Because kind of, that's like a really big thing then. Oh, because like, I've, yeah. I've encountered dragons before, and I did in this episode myself, mm -hmm. but not that one. Um, and I'm assuming they're all the same size, because the one that I found was also massive. It's, yeah. But the one that I found didn't have, like, a... Like a... a like a... What is this even? Like a story element? Because you're <laughs> yeah. killing it, I guess? Like a cutscene something? I was purifying it, I want to point out. I was purifying the dragon. I wasn't killing it. I was helping, okay, okay. not hindering. Right. I think. Anyway, um, I also came. Was that Faros you came across? The big electricity dragon. Yes. I too came across him. Yes. Um, okay. Okay. And I'll talk about that in a moment because that was quite funny. Um, but yeah, for this one, you manage to hit all the heart. You hit all the eyes. You get taken back because you're basically gliding down uh, the mountain as you're doing this, um, uh, and you get taken back to the top once you've done it. And then the shrine thanks you and then tells you to shoot it in the face. I'm not even fucking kidding. Um, it's like, to finish the purification, you need to shoot it in the face. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, but you don't need to, yeah, you don't need to tell me twice to shoot a dragon in the face. So I fucking shot that, shot that asshole right in the face. Um, and he dropped a scale, which I then put in a pool of water. And then that finished the purification ritual um okay and then that dragon got i can't remember his name his name was narosh or something i can't remember um but then he gets up and flies off um like all purified and 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 and, and healthy um and then once you've done all that a shrine appears in the mountain behind the uh okay. yeah behind the like the goddess shrine an actual shrine appears um which doesn't also i found that even if there are hidden shrines your shrine thing still goes off um to let you know that there's a shrine there even if you have to like open up a wall or something to to find it this one i was doing this didn't realize that it would be like the reward would be a shrine at all um because there was no indication that there was a shrine or anything and the wall that it was behind was quite a like a not an obvious wall at all like it it broke down and then there was, yeah. i didn't expect yeah. to be a shrine there um i think if they're like hidden underground and you have to do something to raise them up i think those ones don't actually 
Okay. Have an indicator on the map because I had one as well. Um, at a couple actually, but one notable one from this week at least that had the same thing. Okay. So there are, there are some that are quite easy to miss or like pass by because there's like a a puzzle or a riddle of sort of sorts yeah. to do. Um, that sounds fun though. I've got to go back then. Do it. Um, it was super fun. Super super fun. Okay. Um, and I, so unexpected we, as well. Like I yeah, was just like, yeah. I wanted to climb the mountain because it was a mountain. I was like, I want to get to the top of the mountain and see what's at the top and see if like I can like see loads of really cool shit from the top of the mountain kind of thing. Um, and then found the dragon. It was kind of awesome to be honest. Wait, so is the dragon friendly? Because this is what I understand. Because Farosh sort of just glides around. Yeah. Yeah. They don't seem like aggressive, but also Farosh did kill me. Same. <laughs> Snaps. So, well, like... I mean, Farosh didn't kill me, but Farosh, when I saw Farosh, I assume. So, okay, what I had in my head was that the dragon I did, despite the fact it doesn't tell you to go there, I think it was a bit of a tutorial about how you're supposed to go about dragons. Like, you're supposed to get above them, shoot them from above, and when you shoot them, it knocks scales off. I think that's what it was trying to teach me, essentially. Um, so that was great. But when I got to Farosh, I tried doing the same. Um, I shot him. That didn't really happen. I got close to him. Apparently got too close and I got zapped out of the sky. I lost my stamina, yeah. fell in a river, and then I couldn't swim because I had no stamina and then I drowned. Um, same. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like his body's electrified. So if you get too yeah. close to his body, you die. He also yeah. sends out like shock balls as well. Mm-hmm. Quite a few that can zap you. And also, I feel like electric damage does so much damage in this game. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Even the little the bats, the electric bats can like one shot you almost. Those little bats? They're very strong. They're bastards, yeah. They are yeah. fucking assholes. I hate them so much. Um, yeah, those bats can go do one for sure. Um, but yeah, that was the mountain. I, I just wanted to tell that story because I thought it was a pretty cool story. And it was a nice little side thing to do that we hadn't um hadn't planned for essentially um apart from that mountain was there any other backtracking you did at all um i'm trying or like to anything notable rather i did go to a shrine in the kakariko village map area the dueling peaks tower um there was a shrine i missed that was quite south uh, and I only realized it was there was because whilst I was exploring the Farron Tower area, I got a ping on my radar to say there was a shrine nearby. And I was like, oh, there's a shrine in this area that I haven't found. And it was actually just like right at the bottom of the area before. Um, so that was technically a backtrack, I suppose. Um, but outside of that, no, no backtracking. I say no backtracking. The mountain was a big backtrack that took me a good couple of hours to like complete. Um, okay, but yeah, I you? did quite a lot of backtracking. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay, go on then. What'd you do? Only because like I've been really enjoying playing it, so I've been trying to like find side quests to do that because yeah. I never really did them before. Um, because the side quest like symbol for questing, the little red symbol, is so small. I always so just small. avoided them. Mm -hmm. Didn't bother looking for them. So I did a couple of quests in the uh, elephant water area. What's it called? Oh my god, Azora. Yeah. Um, did a couple there. Nothing of too much note. There was one where I had to 
follow someone's love letter down a river um, and keeping it safe while breaking up barriers in the way to make sure that the love letter like flowed down the river, basically. Like an actual love letter, like a, in a bottle or something? It, it was like in a barrel. Um, it took forever. It was it was actually kind of boring, honestly. <laughs> but I got halfway through and I was like, well, I'm determined now. <laughs> why so Why couldn't you just take take the letter to like whoever it well, needs to go to? This is the weird part. Okay, so the person who sends down the love letter says they can't leave the area because their parents will get mad. Right. So they're obviously a child. Weird, but okay. Yeah, it gets weirder. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, this this small fish throws down the barrel. I follow it. Oh, it's a fish as well. It's a Zora. Zorian. It's a Zora, yeah. Okay, um, and it arrives in like a little bay area where there's a fairly tall human, I presume an adult, male, and it's like, oh, I've been talking to this person via letters. Oh, I'm too no. Scared to, no, 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 I'm no. too scared to meet them in person because I told them I'm, like, really muscly. This is what he says. Um, <laughs> and he asks if it's hard to get to Zora, and I'm like, it's easy, whatever. So he disappears, and, and then the quest says... Um, I can go to Zora to like see what happens, basically. Oh no! So I traveled there, and they're like in love, but it's obviously a kid. I'm I'm really confused by it because I don't know whether or not like I read it wrong and it's not a child, but like it was a very small fish, and the fish can be like very big, can't they? Like they can be like adult sized fish, and I don't know whether or not the person who received the letter is actually not an adult. I don't know. I found the whole thing very strange. We do they know... Gave me... Not that I think it's an excuse, but we do know that the Zoras live for, like, hundreds of years. Yeah. It just but... gave off, like, strange sort of vibes yeah. that I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> I don't think that's an explanation, as in, like, a viable explanation for what has actually happened. But that sounds dodgy as fuck. But they gave me um, a reward, at least. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. 300 rupees. 300 rupees? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yeah. damn. I should have done that quest. To be fair, though, it took forever. Oh, my God. Because yeah. it was like a, a slow-flowing river, and it was quite long, too. Anyway, um, I also did something back at uh, Kakariko Village. I did a <gasps> bunch of side quests there. Okay. And then after side quests, I was like, oh, I've not spoken to Pura for a while. Since I killed the elephant. Oh, so you you didn't get to... your stuff upgraded, did you? First time around. Oh, like... the, the... Oh, sorry. I mean, imp, imp, not pure, Impa. Oh, okay. Friend. I went to see Impa at the Kakriq village. Okay. Who gave us the quest to begin with yes. for the beasts. Yes. Um. Uh, by the way, sidetrack. I did get the stuff upgraded in the end. Okay, nice. I did, I did do that, yeah. Um. So I went to go and see Impa after my side quests in the village. And... There was um, a quest in her, in her house, but not from her, from someone else who's crying like on the ground, and Awkward. the ball in her room had been missing. I knew it. it I knew taken. it. I fucking knew something was happening with that fucking ball. I had never done this before either. Um, I don't know what triggered it, but um, the ball had gone. Um, so I started the dialogue. Um, someone had stolen it. Um, she mentioned somebody 
or like there be being like suspicious uh, people at nighttime. Right. So I waited till nighttime and um, one of the guards started walking away from their post and I followed the guard. They were like acting suspicious by turning around and looking around. Um, followed them up kind of near the Great Fairy area near the village. Was there like a platform with a ball, a ball to go in? Yeah. This is what I found earlier. And I was like, the only ball nearby that oh. I can find is the one in Imba's house. In the house. Yeah. So this guy was like, he got there and then he was like, show yourself. Cause I had to like sneak behind him. Um, and he was like a good person, but somebody appeared and it was like a member of the Yiga clan. Um, who was like threatening him basically. Right. Um, this guy who was working for the village now, he used to be a part of the clan, but left the clan because he had a family, a wife and a kid. Um, and when he left, it gets quite deep. Um, they killed his wife. Oh God. They say that in the game, which I never, I've never really like heard of dialogue in that in Zelda. No. Um, but he says that they did that to his family. The Yiga clan um, killed his wife. Yeah. Right. And he was like still working for the clan whilst working in the village so that he could protect his child. But he decided en enough was enough. And he was to like stand against them basically. Um, and that's why, why we're here. Uh, that clan person who was in the village too stole the orb and he was trying to like stand against them. So we fight the Yiga clan member who was quite strong. He attacks and like deals like seven hearts of damage. What? It's like a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, Killed him, got the orb, and got a new shrine in the village. Um, but I felt very, very, like, accomplished, because that ball in her house had always, like, confused me from, like, years ago. Uh -huh. I never knew it was a thing. Yeah. Um, that platform that you had, you, you had found, I had never found that platform, even up until starting that quest. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. No, that was literally one of the first things, like, in the very first episode, I came across it, like... Well, right. the second episode, because we only explored Kakariko Village in the second episode. Um, and I knew, I was like, I know where the ball is. The ball is in Imba's house. And every time I tried to touch it, she was like, no, it's sacred. Go away. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll leave it alone. Um, and I, I feel, even though I haven't done it, I feel personally vindicated that I knew that that was the, like, yeah. I was like, that ball goes in there. I don't know how it does. I don't know how it happens. Because I was trying to go back at night when like Impa was asleep to see if I could steal it while she was asleep. Oh um, my god! Yeah, I know. I was, Stealing from yeah. Logman. I know. Um, Terrible. While she was asleep as well. Um, so I was convinced, and I'm glad. I'm glad. I knew it. Okay. I knew it. Apart from that, I also went to the other village. Um, nothing too notable, apart from the fact that you can own a house. Which I did know about already. Wait, sorry, what? Yeah, I but I kind of forgot about it. Wait, is There's this somebody... in, what village is this in? Lurelin village. This is the village where it's close to the um, laboratory. Oh, uh, um, Hadno, Hadno village. You can own a yeah. house. Yeah, I was just exploring because I wanted to see if any characters had quest symbols on their head. Um, and so I just wandered around house to house, and I found this house that was empty and people were like hammering it with with hammers um <laughs> that, and I'm, I'm glad i'm glad it was yeah. <laughs> hammers and not i don't know and i potatoes. spoke to one and he was like we're we've been told to um 
demolish it because it's empty, no one's buying it. And then there was someone else nearby who I could speak to with a crescent ball, and they were like, I'll sell it 50,000 rupees. 50,000 rupees? I said no. Good. And then suddenly they said, okay, well, I'll do it cheaper for you. They said 3,000 rupees. That's quite... Which is still a lot. It's quite a discount, though. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, if only it was like that in real life. But they said <laughs> 3,000 rupees, plus also give me 30 bundles of wood. Oh, um, that's easy. Which is easy enough. Yeah. Um, but so far, I haven't progressed with that. Because at that point, I had just shy of 3,000. Right. And... Um, I thought I can come back there at some point anyway. I have done that before. I've done the house thing before, but I don't remember why they're useful. I can't think of why they are useful. Um, yeah. I think it's just like a cute part of the game. Real estate is expensive, yes. And being oh, told yeah, no, it is, yeah. The actual <laughs> fantasy, yeah. Being told that you In can Hyrule. knock off 97% of your house price would be very nice, IRL. Um, I would, yeah. Alas. That's not the world we live in. But <laughs> um, um, no, it's been fun. It's been those things. I want to know what a house is useful for. I mean, I'll figure it out. I don't want to know right now. Don't yeah. tell me. Um, but like, that sounds fun. I did of the of all the things available to do in this game. I didn't think that like a housing system would be one of them for some reason. I don't know why, but I didn't. No, I genuinely don't remember. It might be quite basic. It might just yeah. be like a, a way to spend your money. Because so far. Like, you don't really need to spend money, do you? No. There's no real... No. Apart from arrows, I guess. Which I might start spending my money on, to be perfectly honest. That being yeah. said, I don't know if you found her, but I found a new fairy in this leg as well. I did too, yeah. A new great fairy. Um, and I have ignored awesome. her once again because she wants a thousand oh. rupees. Oh, I paid her. No, I'm not giving was, these bitches my money. Curious. I'm not giving <laughs> these asshole fairies who are I, stuck in their fucking little flowers who yeah. can go out and earn their own money. No, they can get their own cash. I'm not giving them my cash. I'll Sorry. save the trouble. Don't don't give her money. Okay. Is it just another don't upgrade thing? No, it's different. This one, it's about horses. Horses. She, she doesn't. She doesn't look like a normal like fairy. She's like. Almost like, like a a marionette sort of. Oh. I don't know. It's it's not like human. Like a puppet. Sort of, yeah, like a puppet, yeah. Um, but okay. essentially, she says that she can um help out if your horse like passes away or you want to summon it or whatever. Right. You give her money to summon horses, but I don't want that. Hard pass. I I barely use horses at all in the game. So yeah, no hard pass. Not interested in that. Not interested in that at all. Um, yeah, I'm glad I didn't then, because yeah, as I said, a thousand rupees. We'll, we'll do our check at the end, but you'll know I'm not. This is still too, too much cash for me at the moment. Um, but I am very tempted to start spending my monies on arrows. I've started to realize as well that the shops there aren't set prices across the world in the shops. I didn't realize this. Um, because sometimes I'll go up and people are like, oh, I want like five five arrows for like forty rupees. I'm like, oh, not, maybe not. And then I went to a shop the other day and they wanted. 35 rupees for 10 arrows and i was like uh that is like a no-brainer yes please so i bought those yeah. ones um but i uh i i need arrows i need arrows lean i don't know how many you've got at the moment you've probably got hundreds but i i'm using them far too thousands. much thousands thousands really. literally <laughs> millions um i just i need more fucking arrows um it's a, it's a sad state of affairs when i can't use my bow and arrow <laughs> 
No, I thought that the bow is very, very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I killed a, a. I'm not sure. Which, I'm not sure which one it was, but I killed a Lionel that dropped a five shot bow. Uh, what in this leg? Yeah. Where? At some point, it was at some point in this leg, or it must have been earlier on, at at some backtracking moment. I'm not sure where, but I got a five shot bow. Five shot bow. I want that. Yeah. I want that. Well, and I'm scared to use them because they're so like unique. Like, they are. Yeah. I've got two Lionel bows still that I haven't touched. Literally haven't touched. Um, just checking I've got yeah so I've got two that are three shots and then one that is five shot nice five shot burst nice quite quite sexy yeah speaking of arrows I got my first ancient arrow um oh me too yeah I was just given it randomly by some by some peddler who was walking down a road i spoke to him and he was like oh my god you're my favorite customer i don't think i've ever spoken to this person before in my life um but he was like i love you um and he gave me an ancient arrow and then he was like this can i think the description says it like commits anyone to oblivion if they're hit by it which seems yeah that <laughs> seems pretty like what the fuck um but yeah so i i've kept it oblivion. i only have one literally it says i'm wait I need to, wait where's the where's the description i kind of love that yeah dramatic arrow it's... oh my god it does what does it say yeah. where is it to be struck with one is to be consigned to oblivion there you go. in an instant it deals devastating damage even against guardians there you go from from what i remember they're they're like rare um it sounds fucking rare i'm not sure if there's a way to buy them i don't know but i yeah i think they're particularly strong against guardians you should you should save them i think i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna use them on anything use I, a goblin sure. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go back to like the tutorial plateau the basic just, ones. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> shoot like a level one goblin um Speaking of guardians, did you find the woman on the beach who's hugging an orb? Speaking of orbs as well. No. No. Okay. So there's a shrine. Well, I think it's a shrine. I don't know. But it's a shrine in the south part of the lake tower area. Um, and it's like I followed the coastline quite a lot because it was, as we were saying, a little bit different, a little bit beachy. And she's lying there and she's holding onto this orb and she's talking to the orb as if it's an egg. Um, and she's convinced that something's going to hatch from it. And she's, she's, she's there to be its mother. And she keeps talking to it like, oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm going to be here when you hatch. You're going to be beautiful. Very off-putting. And the more we talk about the dialogue <laughs> in this game, the more I'm a little bit off-put by the entire thing. Um, <laughs> but she was like, she was hovering over this egg and she says that she loves guardian and guardian type things which makes sense because the orb is kind of like old guardian tech um and she says oh um i will let go of the orb if i am someone can show me drawings of three different types of guardians um to like sate my need for guardian porn i don't know she's really weird um and she asks sort of yeah she asks for three she asks for uh one that fires lasers like a huge one that fires lasers which i've seen and taken a picture of she asks for a combat one which i've seen and taken a picture of now and the other one she asks for is a flying guardian and i have not seen flying guardians yet and the idea of flying guardians makes me a little bit scared I won't say anything, but <laughs> interesting that she asks for those. <laughs> yeah. So that's what she's asked for. So at some point, I feel like I'm going to find a flying guardian. 
I don't know where I'm going to find them. Um, however, I'm a little bit scared. Um, so I forgot about those as well. And let's we. It's going to be a fun time. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Great. Maybe that's when I'll start using my ancient, uh, my ancient arrows. Um, Lake Tower area. Is there anything else you did there? Um, you mentioned the the Hylia Bridge. Um, I didn't um, really go over the Hylia Bridge. There was a shrine next to the Hylia Bridge. That's all I. That's all I did. I didn't actually go over the bridge itself. There's um, there was a shrine on the island in the water next yeah. to the bridge. Yeah. Did that one. Did that one too. Um, on the bridge itself, I found a korok seed in like the center, like in the middle of the bridge. There was like an old. Oh, missed that broken fountain or something some goblins i got one of those okay um but this area was mainly just uh cork seeds i'm looking at what my map yeah it was just cork seeds i got there nothing of too much importance that's fair that's fair yeah, yeah. same it was just a, a killed... bit of an explorative zone for me yeah yeah i killed a my first like skeleton henox which is called a stalnox didn't even see one. One of those same same as regular ones, really. Do they only appear at night. No, this was daytime, like full daytime. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Um, but apart from that, a relatively uh, not boring, but like empty area, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do much. Um, I'm just looking over my notes again. Um, yeah, no, I really didn't do much in this area apart from just yeah, I grabbed the shrines, grabbed the tower, the towers. Once you got to the the Farron Tower, there was a very clear path of towers. You could see from the Farron Tower, like the next two towers that we were going yeah. for, as well as a bunch of shrines. Yeah. So that was kind of my journey. I was just like, well, this is like, that's a straight line journey kind of thing. I'll just like, kind of like, you know, head in that direction. Obviously I did they kind like, of like lined up, aren't they? Yeah, quite handily. And I did yeah. like peter off here and there and do little bits and bobs. But yeah, the lining up was quite nice. So I just run through and just grabbed the shrines that I could see. Um... But yeah, there was nothing of note I feel in the Lake Tower area apart from I think the fairy was there. I think she was in the Lake Tower area, but again, I didn't I didn't chat to her. I didn't want her. I have marked her on the map so I can go back and grab her maybe. Okay. But it sounds like it's not. I'm Honestly, not. I'm it. not using yeah. horses at all, like in this game. Um, I don't think you need to. No, no, no. I I I really enjoy the. I mean, the map is huge, but. I just love traversing it and just mm -hmm. walking around and just exploring. I love it so much. So for me, I would have missed so much if I used a horse. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel as well, like you have to climb a lot. And the second you've climbed one wall, your horse is useless because it can't climb up with you. Yeah. So there's really not much point of having one. Um, no. If it was like Elden Ring style where you could summon your horse, yeah, that would be very different. Yeah. But given it's not, it's it's not worth it for me at least. I agree. I agree. Um, so then we move into Gerudo, the Gerudo Desert. Um, mm. I came the to the Gerudo tower. Desert from the south area. Like there was a shrine called the Ishto So Shrine, and I got that shrine that was like southwest of like the Lake Tower area. And then so I just carried on climbing into the next area, which means the first thing I fell upon was the huge ass fucking labyrinth that is there. Did you see that slash do it? I haven't done it because it seemed really confusing. Oh, I did it. You, oh, you okay? Okay. Maybe we can talk about that next episode because I do want to try it. 
But as okay, I was floating yeah. over, I was like, I saw it from a bit of a distance. And I was like, oh, it's the shrine. It's like the labyrinth. And as I got closer and closer, it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then by the time I was there, I was like, this is, this is huge. Like, what the hell? Um, yeah. It's pretty big. And I will say, I think it's actually potentially the smallest of the three. There are three. Like, okay. Because we, we, mm -hmm. we have put a labyrinth on the plan, but that one was the north, like way in the northeast, right? Yeah, that's like episode nine, I think. Yeah. I didn't realize there was eight. three of them. So there's that one. There's the one. Where's the other one? Where's the third one? The third one is uh, in the north. We're doing that on episode seven. Right. It's okay. um, like a, a diamond shape to the north, um, the northwest of the Great Hyrule Forest. Oh, yeah, 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 I see it, I see it, I see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, there's a shrine called Shah Gemma Shrine. Nice. Oh. Um, okay, sure. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll um, go on. But the shrine itself, I actually, sorry, the, the labyrinth itself, um, it unlocks a shrine when you've done it, like a teleport shrine. Mm -hmm. um, this one isn't actually too bad. It's It's just wandering around and finding the entrance, basically, to the shrine. Um, it's just there's no enemies really. It's just oh, very okay, just okay. Plot along. There's some like corruption there to climb around, um, and some items to pick up. And the shrine itself gives you the first piece of the barbarian set, Ooh, which is the attack okay. up, attack bonus set. Nice. Um, so this one gives like the chest piece for it. Nice. Um. But yeah. Um. Apart from the labyrinth. Again, I feel like I I didn't really experience too much in the area here because the the tower, the wasteland tower, unlocks like a bunch of the desert. Um, so obviously I can't enter the desert yet. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was very similar. I went to the tower, I opened it up, I saw it, showed me everything, and I was like, okay, awesome. And so I tried to glide. You can see Gerudo Town from the top of the tower. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll just glide in that direction. As you're gliding, you, there are quite a lot of shrines that you can see from the top. So I kind of tagged them and then started gliding down. And then had to about turn very quickly because I started dying due to heat. Um, so And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm clearly not ready for this. Um, so I had to turn around. Uh, and there was a couple of shrines like in the lower parts of the, of the Gerudo Desert um, that I, I was able to get to a lot of climbing in this place like there's a lot of verticality here which is, yeah, there is. kind yeah. of frustrating because even with my two bars of stamina i'm still not a great climber <laughs> like especially for walls that size it took a lot yeah. of like strategic jumping off of walls and resting in like on like slightly horizontal yeah, like slanted parts. yeah exactly to get yeah. to the top <laughs> of like to get to where the wasteland tower is um there's also a very suspiciously large empty platform next to the tower. I don't know if you saw that. Um, like right next to the tower, there is like it's connected by a bridge, and then like on the other side, I ran over the bridge. Yeah, yeah. And there's just a, yeah. it's just big and empty. I assume that's potentially where the divine beast is going to end up, because um, we had the same thing um, where we found a big slab of water with nothing in it, and then that's where the divine mm. beast ended up. So I have a suspicion. Oh yeah, fair point. That yeah, that's where the divine yeah. beast is going to end up, um, but that's just a guess. I don't know. Yeah, maybe because it, it was it was very big and very empty, and I was like, 
okay, maybe it's like empty, like the other planes where there's something secret here and I'm not seeing. And I had a good look around, like literally could not find anything on there. So I was like, okay, I think, I think this is for something else later. Um, you Dark can see camel. the divine beast as well from the tower. We can see the camel divine beast. He's in a sandstorm. Um, yeah, munching not, around. Not Darud, unfortunately, but he is munching around in a sandstorm. <laughs> not that. Not that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I had to make a joke. Um, so I, again, I, I couldn't get close to him because he's in the desert, which is too hot for me to get to at the moment. Um, so I need to, uh, I need to try and... I assume there's some heat resistant outfit out there. I assume I have to go make some cool meals to survive the desert. I assume that it's the same thing as Maybe, staying in the mountain. I don't know. Um but I uh yeah, I'll have to I'll have to figure that one out. Um But that's kind of where my adventure came to an end. Yeah, same for me. Yep. Okay. Okay. Lots of lots of um just Lots of hours. I actually spent a lot of hours just exploring. Yeah, it was um, a good one. It was a good one for It was a good one for explorative stuff. Um, also, this was a very good one to get like lots of good food. I'm not sure if you noticed in the rainforest area there are durian fruits. So there was one area that had loads of. Oh, this was something I wanted to mention. There was. Uh, they do not try and hold back on the like the slabs covering empty holes in this one and you have to like time stasis the slabs and knock them off i wasted so many weapons on like knocking stone fucking slabs off of things only to find out there was like a mushroom under there which was very frustrating um okay so in future don't use weapons you know okay. those octopus things in the water that shoot rocks yes that drop octo balloons you can uh, uh, you can pick those up in your hand and drop them on the slabs to raise them up. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. I've got loads of them as well. Yeah, I was doing the same thing, and I was streaming it, and someone said, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem? What the fuck? What are you doing? So I've I've managed to keep a lot of weapons, actually. I've got some good weapons right now. Okay. I'm ready for, like, some, some combat. But the durian fruits, I'm not sure if you noticed, this is a little bit of a tip as well that I learned on this playthrough, mm -hmm. is... If an item has hearty in the name, you can cook it by itself for like maximum healing of hearts plus extra hearts. Oh, okay. So no, no other things are required. So the durians, it says like it's, if you eat it raw, it gives four hearts. If you cook it, just one of them, it gives max hearts plus four extra. Okay. So I think okay. the hearts on the description are the indication of how many extra they give and they stack. So if you cook five durians, you get plus twenty. Oh shit! Okay, like like a lot. So I I um, explored that area like quite a lot just to get a bunch of durians. So I've, I'm like stacked with food right now. I've got loads. Okay, I did pick up a lot of the hearty durians, but I haven't used them or cooked them or anything. So okay, okay, uh, cook them by themselves yeah. or like don't cook them with other things. Just stack cook them, them up. either on their own or stack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that sounds good. I, I shall do that. Same with the radishes too. If you have like big radishes, yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll do some cooking then at some point and uh, have a good look at that. Okay, cool, awesome, awesome. Shall we do a comparison? Do it. Let's do Just it. Fucking do it. Um, so for anyone who might be new, um, one, don't start an episode four of a podcast. That's weird. Um, but also, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing here? Um, we also do a comparison at the end of each of the podcasts just to see uh, shrines and Korok seeds and whatnot. Um, so far, 
I have been absolutely obliterated by Leem. And I assume today is going to be absolutely no different. Um, but I do have I do have my picture here ready to go. Um, Me too. I'm okay. ready. Okay. Let's start with hearts. How many hearts do you have? Okay, so I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Nice. I have seven. I have seven hearts now. Yeah. Okay. Um, with two stamina wheels still, I assume. Uh, yep. Two stamina wheels. Yep. Two stamina wheels. Uh, how many orbs do you have on your person? Zero. I've got three at the moment. Um, okay. So I've got to find one more shrine and I can get another one of, heart, one of those hearts. How many shrines overall? 40. 40. I'm 35. I'm not too far off. I'm not too far no, off. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah, I spent a lot of time like focusing on trying to find shrines this time around. I was like, yeah, I just want to. The extra hearts are so down. useful. Like, yeah. And the, st yeah. the two stamina wheels are doing me gorgeous. Like I haven't found really anything, even like jumping off of like the highest tower and gliding down to something like the two stamina wheels are like treating me plenty. So yeah, same. I feel quite happy, especially because you can actually, you can craft food as well. That gives you extra stamina yep. if you need it. So, yeah. Korok seeds, go on. I'll go first, actually. I've got, I'll go first. I've got 35. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you want to take a wild guess? I'm going to go with 109. More. I've got 145. 40, 145? The fuck? Yeah. 145, yeah. You have over 100 <laughs> more Korok seeds. You have 110 yeah. more Korok seeds than I do. This is actually a little bit embarrassing. Um, I... I'm I don't want to use a guide, but I might have to do a bit of backtracking with a guide to find some of these corrections because like I'm clearly not looking at what I need to be looking at to find them. Um so I might do an area. I'm tempted to do an area with a guide and just see to be fair though. You you don't need them right now. I don't know, but we're gonna get to Hetsu and you're gonna be like, okay, I'm now kitted out with like seven hundred weapons and like four thousand bows, and I'm gonna be like, I have one and I'm struggling. Um, so yeah. I have a feeling that maybe I should I should I, I might just have a Korok guide up for like the Dueling Peaks area or something, just so I can go around and have a proper look at how to find them and then use that knowledge in the other areas kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's embarrassing. Uh, let's. I know that you're going to kill me on this one as well. Money. I've got one thousand six hundred and fifteen rupees. Uh, Three thousand four hundred and fifteen. Okay. You know, uh, we're uh, we're getting money at the same rate. I feel in the sense that you're not. And I spent a thousand away. on. The oh wait, no shit, well. you did. Yeah, no, I didn't spend any money. <laughs> I spent two hundred rupees on arrows. <laughs> that's where a lot of my money went to because I just keep okay wanting to use arrows constantly. Um. Well, there you go. I am happy that I'm not as far behind in shrines as I thought I was. Um, that's good. I mean, to be fair, nice. the shrines are the most important thing, really. Yeah, this, like... is what, this is what I'm thinking. Like, the Korok seeds, sure. I've still got, like, I think I have, like, 20-something Korok seeds that I need to use steel. Steel? Still. Um, so when we finally get back to Petsu, I'm feeling like I'm going to have enough to, like, unlock a bunch of shit. But Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay. Well, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Well, once I've, once next I've... week is going to be an interesting one anyway. Why? What's that? Why, why would next week be interesting? Just because of the area. The, yeah. This area is, is um, not, not, not terrible, but it's okay. I find it enjoyable. <laughs> I quite like it. But I know that a lot of people struggle with the camel. So this is going to be 
potentially okay. an interesting one. Okay. Um, but who knows? You might find this easier than the elephant potentially. Maybe. Maybe. Everyone's we'll have different. to see. Yeah. So yeah. If, as Liam said for episode five, next episode we'll be we'll be doing the divine beast camel, divine beast camel. I'm sure it has a name. I don't know what it is. Um, and Laboris. The, there we go. That. We'll be doing that. And then we'll also be doing the uh Yiga Clan hideout. So you've got backstory here. You've you've got some asshole that you've already killed. I this is gonna be brand new for me. I don't know anything about the Yiga clan just yet. Um and also I suppose we'll be getting into Gerudo Gerudo Town too, because we haven't done that yet, because we need to we need to figure out a way to get through the desert. So um yep. we'll be doing that too. Yep, yep, yep. Um But yeah, I think that's it for episode four. Um Anything else? Anything else that's burning on your mind that you want to say before we before we close off? No, not no. That I can think of. No. Brilliant. No. Uh, same. Same. Uh, I'm just looking through my notes really quickly. Oh, I got some rubber thighs. That kind of made me laugh. Um, I got what? that from. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> I got rubber thighs, rubber trousers, rubber thighs. I think they're called rubber thighs from oh. the electric shrine that I did. Uh, it gave me rubber thighs, which give me shock resistance. Um, so oh nice okay i got them that was that was fun um i had a couple shrines that had like the um the the where you have to move your controller to complete the puzzles um which sure fine that's not a problem uh one of the issues i have with that is that when sometimes you have to turn your controller in such a position that to confirm the button is like underneath your controller and it's really hard like you have to move the controller yep. to find the button that seems to be ridiculous um yeah it's a bad design that <laughs> and I did have one question for you as well, um, which may be deep and maybe other people want to answer as well. I'm not entirely sure. When you time stop something, does that really stop gravity affecting it? Like, is that how physics works? No. You see, a lot of the shrines kind of... I wouldn't think so. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I wouldn't think neither. it would. Me neither. This is what I'm saying. But a lot of the shrines in the game use that... that mentality that if you time stop something i had i found a shrine that had lots of seesaws in it and i had yeah. to time stop the seesaw in order to be able to climb up it but surely even if it stopped in time me putting my weight on the other side of the seesaw will still make it drop right i would have thought so yeah i don't know although now that i think about it would it <laughs> i don't know like what, how does how do time and space interact does time are, are they separate entities or does time affect space and does space affect time i don't know these are questions that I genuinely am interested in, but I will never know. My no, brain. It's like when you start thinking about space and something yeah. about the size of space, it's interesting. I don't like but doing it's... that. <laughs> I love it. I don't. It terrifies me, but I love it. My brain, I very regularly start to realize just how small and insignificant I am in yeah. the <laughs> real scale of things. Like I am less than a fucking ant. <laughs> yeah and i'm just like no i'm yeah. not interested i can't be thinking about that too much um but then you think to gambit your gambit's whole world i right? am bless him even if he hates me most times <laughs> don't you baby yes you do um cool awesome well lean thank you so much for joining me again i appreciate it next episode episode five will be the halfway mark in our adventure we'll be taking on our second divine beast um and so i'm very very much looking forward to it um me too i'm very excited yeah. um if you have been listening to this thank you so much i appreciate it as i mentioned um 
at the beginning we're now on youtube so if you want to if you want to watch this um then feel free to go and watch it on youtube uh we are um eight bit by bit over there so go look for the channel subscribe uh like comment rate um donate no don't do that that's silly i'm just trying to think of other things that you can do on youtube um do all that good stuff we're also on all podcasting platforms uh and we stream on Twitch as well, um, both separately. So I have a channel and Leem has a channel. You can find us both with our usernames, Leem and Watermelon underneath in descriptions. Uh, but we also record the episodes on, on Twitch uh, every Sunday. So they come out, well, we record it a good couple of days before the episodes actually come out. So uh, feel free to come and watch us there as well. Um, and if you're on a podcast platform that allows rating, then please feel free to give us some stars. I'd really appreciate that. Um, and as Leem always says, always says it's free to do. So... Just it's free especially it. like spotify i think um i tried it on the on like the app on the computer didn't work no i, I had to do it on my it. phone yeah you have to do it on your phone yeah so um yeah if you're on your on the app on your phone then then do it if not then i can't help you i'm sorry um <laughs> you're on your own you're on your own um Liam, again thank you so much i appreciate your time uh and thank you for all your insight and um we'll see you again next week for episode five Yep, absolutely. See you next week. Awesome. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye, all.